And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is Your Real Estate Chalk Talk, brought to you by the Hittner Group at Cobble Banker Realty. Hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com. Hittnergroup.com, 612-627-8000. That's 612-627-8000. Eric Everson is in the studio. We're chatting about moving, cross-country moving especially. How do you deal with regulatory compliance when you're moving stuff between state to state? What, oh, kind of, what kinds of things, <laughs> licensing and, and, uh, and uh, uh, you know, vehicle applications, things you have to take care of there? Yeah, so um, first off, we're an agent for Atlas Van Lines, okay. right? That's our nationwide um, brand. Um, the reason we have those partnerships is because you need the interstate licensing, which covers the entire country. So all of the uh, agents together own Atlas as a whole, and uh, that allows us all to share that license, if you will. Um, so that allows us to transport goods across state lines. Now, you have state regulations, right? Like what's going on in California with the CB5 thing. Right. You know, that that's a whole different ball of wax. And So explain to the listeners what that is. I don't know is. what CB5 I don't is. Know. I'm so confused. Yeah, it's like uh, it's a regulation in that, it, just the state of California, go mm-hmm. figure, that where they basically want everybody who's like independent contractors to become employees. Right. Which is affecting, you know, the Lyft drivers, which is affecting, you know, Anybody who's independent contractor, including our drivers, which a lot of them own their own trucks, drive across state lines. And uh, so ultimately what happens is you have to pay people a whole different way anytime they go in or out of the state. And historically it's been, okay, if you deliver into that state, you fall under those state statutes. Okay. But they want it even if you drive through the state. You know, so there's all these Seriously. different yeah, different caveats. And, and actually you got local- border checkpoints then or what? <laughs> I guess. I mean, I've had customers that brought their own house plants down to move down there, and, and they, they got that. pinched on the freeway for mm-hmm. bringing in agricultural stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and it's in their car. Right. So I, I don't know how That's they're crazy. catching people, but. That's um, good. They should set up a wall. Yeah. But, yeah. But build a wall. Yeah. Build the wall. There, <laughs> build the wall. Where? Uh, California. Build yeah. the wall. <laughs> build the wall. Fine. From the rest I thought of the that country. state was supposed to break off uh, into the ocean, anyways. We're waiting. It? We're Remember when we were time. kids? Yeah. yeah. Thing. <laughs> it's in, but so now too, a lot of uh, communities are you know facing tax issues, and so we've even seen some stuff recently pop up in Michigan where if a truck drives through the state or through the county or through the city, they're trying to come back at you later and say, well, you traveled through here. So yeah, you well, they got cameras everywhere. That's another tax. state, though, too. Michigan. Yeah, or whatever, you know, taxes are trying. They're saying yeah. you're doing business by driving through. Right, you use the road. Where so. does it stop, you know? So we used to see trucks going down the road, and they'd have this license, this plate on the back of their truck with stickers from all different states yeah, yeah. in the, in the back of the truck, and and that was that yes, the whole thing. It was yeah. basically a fuel tax that if you go through Iowa, you had to have an Iowa sticker. Yeah, you put a little plate. surcharge. And- yep to drive on their roads yep and, and in a sense we pay those still today it's just done a different way you know it's more where you our atlas families will pay like an overarching fee that covers most of the states and then each state like in in the state of minnesota we have to pay different fees and licensing they call it cab cards for example when you're transporting goods within the state that's not interstate that's just within the state and every truck you have to pay that on these are the hidden taxes that people don't realize. Yeah. I mean, that, it's a tax. Yes. So, I mean, you go out, you do your work, you, you get your paycheck, you, they withhold uh, you know, your taxes from you, all that. You go to the store, you buy, you pay sales tax, you get tax on that. But all the way up and down the supply chain, 
from the from the from the gas you know that gets put into the truck to mm-hmm. deliver the thing. There's tax on tax upon tax upon tax, mm-hmm. uh, driving that cost up there. How do which you? Is, which is why our state has X billion dollar surplus and the highest taxes. Of, yeah. uh, and we're going to raise. It's like we're, we're like, raising. Yeah, taxes. we're right behind yeah. New York with uh, with uh, catch highest tax. We're going to win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you mean? What's your competitive advantage? Because there's a lot of different moving companies, especially mm-hmm. you know local mm-hmm. moving companies, national moving. What is your competitive advantage? Do you feel for Atlas Fan Lines and and your company from a national moving standpoint? Um, capacity and uh, you know the the expanse system that we have across the United States and even even overseas. So um, we have roughly. 500 i think it's about 580 offices within the u.s right well that allows you to access more areas of the country to do moves and that is our biggest advantage we're the second largest van line in the country so um by having the capacity i can say move somebody out of grand marie or i can move somebody to this rural area of georgia because chances are I have an office within 100 miles of there that we can get in there and get that delivered. Yeah. Um, so that's the number one thing. Um, we can put stuff on the board. We know we're going to have the capacity to haul it. And in the cases when we don't, um, we have a lot of resources and partnerships with other offices. We start making calls and say, okay, maybe we can put together a piece where a driver's heading from Georgia to Texas and they can happen to hit up this location and, and pick it up. When you when you uh, uh, are are talking to someone or about moving or just running your company in general, you mm-hmm. got you know fuel costs are up and and all these things. What's the line that you draw or that you can draw as a company as action moving related to Atlas Van Lines for cost control and cost containment in an inflationary environment and in a high tax state, as opposed to someone that who's maybe running an Atlas Van Lines a branch out of Texas, which is a lower tax state, mm-hmm. and you're both doing a, a move from Minnesota to Texas move, for example. So in our tariff, there's actually two line items. One's the origin zip code and one's the destination zip code. And those are designed to offset the costs of that market specifically, whether that's labor, taxes, fuel, whatever. So to move into, say, a zip code in San Francisco will add a lot more to the bottom line cost than, say, moving into a zip code in Buffalo, Minnesota. So that determines how much the overall cost of the move is for the consumer. Yep. And so it all tel- just gets passed on anyways. It, it does. Bottom line is it increases or lowers your cost depending on where you're moving from and to. And then there's also areas like, let's say, Montana, Wyoming. I mean, those aren't necessarily high-priced areas, but they're also kind of dead zones for traffic in and out. So you're also going to pay a little more there because you got to pay a little more fuel and empty truck to space get somebody to get there. in and out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you're reallocating resources, cost sharing, <laughs> uh, just like just like what Calvin's doing mm-hmm. now in the mortgage business. They're reallocating resources and cost sharing as well. How about as the market has changed now over the last few years? I have to imagine right now, based on how our real estate sales are as a mm-hmm. community here in the metro area, that you know sales are down, et cetera. Have you guys changed anything within your company, or do you pick up different business, or how does that work for you as a company? Yeah, so uh, we've been doing a lot more commercial product projects and also like new builds. There's a lot of model homes and communities going up. The builders seem to be going to town on on putting these things in. So we've been receiving a lot of the goods that are going into those homes and then going out for delivery. So that business has definitely picked up. Um, also, office space in general. There's a Man, I'm touring all these uh, city buildings in both downtown Minneapolis and St. Paul. They're all empty. Mm, are they? And, really? and they're moving stuff from one building to another. I think they're trying to consolidate and 
clear up space, probably get to rid of a, a, bu- building, but, a building. But I don't know who they're going to sell it to. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about technology. You know, we've had this explosion of technology. You've been doing this for a long time. How mm-hmm. has technology changed? In and how do you apply it to the moving business? Uh, I mean, do you use it to, you know? plan on how you're going to load a truck or what, what kind of technology tools well, are available there? a couple using? things there so what the consumer is going to see when i'm on site i use an ipad now instead of chicken scratching right. on, a, on a page but i can produce an estimate unless you have something specific that i need to deal with i can produce an estimate within minutes after seeing your home and email to you on the spot do you book it. do you uh, plan how your loads are are loaded? How, yeah, with so, the furniture that you have, does it tell the guys this is how you got to load that truck? To no, get it all they in they kind of know that, but okay. what it does tell them is about how much space of the truck they're going to need for that load. All right, what the weight's going to be, and what that does is it helps the dispatch and planners say, okay, we you know we got to make sure the trucks also aren't over heavy, yeah. overweight, and then also that everything's going to fit on there. So when they're putting their plans together. It's like, okay, we can fit this one and this one and this one on this truck, and it's going the same way. And they just puzzle piece it together. They literally, they change these loads by the hour, okay. like every day by so the hour. So do we need a truck, a truck and a half, or what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. And they puzzle piece it, you know? And, uh, boy, that, that job is, it's like a traffic controller, you know? Uh-huh. Do you, uh, when you got a truck, say you have a truck and a half going to cross country and stuff, you got a half a truck, you're not going to run a truck half empty. No. Do you, what do you load it, what do you fill it with? More household typically. So there's different sizes of moves going on all the time. Sometimes it'll be like, you know, you have 10 feet of space, maybe we put a machine on there going somewhere. Okay. Um, but for the most part, it'll be household. Yeah. Okay. Like similar to what you did for me. I mean, you yeah. shipped you shipped a smoker for us down yes. to Florida. That would be an example of okay. there where, you know, maybe there's 10 or 15 or 20 feet of space just loaded it on the back and brought it down there. Probably had a load going down that way already. Mm-hmm. Do you pack for people as well if they say, hey, I don't want to pack it up, I don't want to do anything? Do yep. you do that? And yes. Then, okay. Yep. Full pack. And, you know, um, to uh, uh, to the point of the older people moving, you know, they're doing more of the full packing. I'm seeing more and more of that, even on local moves. Um, they just don't have the time and energy to do all that. So I, I've seen more and more of us doing the packing, even on a local move, mm-hmm. where historically they've done a lot of that themselves. Well, I think you guys do a great job of all of that stuff, yeah. especially the full service packing. You guys, uh, you guys got it nailed down. So thank you coming in, bringing your stuff in, and taking care of it hands off uh, for the consumer is fantastic. Actionmoving.com. Right? Yes. Eric Everson's yep. in. He'll stay for the next segment as well. This is Real Estate Chalk Talk. Log on to our website, hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com. And as always, give us a call, 612-627-8000.